and welcome to the Christian Formation Podcast, where we exist to connect the story of God with the story of man. We believe that all of our lives and stories fit within God's bigger story, and our desire is to help you, the listener, see all of your life in light of God and His story. My name is Raven, and I'm joined by Andrew and also by Daniel and Jake. Yeah, so um, we have... Since we started Providence, we've been focusing on, or one of the areas of ministry that we've really wanted to reach in our city is uh, college students and the college campuses. And so that's been kind of a heartbeat of our church since the beginning. And so we've had a variety of different formats and a variety of different staff. Um, But this year, as we head into the fall, um, we have hired Jake Peterson and Daniel Bidney. What up? (laughs) Daniel, do you have a saying you want to say? No, okay, so he'll talk later. You'll hear his voice. He'll be the other guy you hear. Um, But we hired them to come on and actually help um, reach students. And so uh, we're excited for them. They've started this last month. Um, We're in the thick of um, school starting up and getting ready to go back to school and students coming. So um, guys, could you give us just a little bit, for people that maybe don't know you, give us a little bit of um, who you are and how you got to Providence. Yeah, so uh, my name is Daniel. Obviously, I was the guy who didn't talk before. And uh, so I got to Providence by through a long story of events. But um, so I grew up here in Omaha in a religious household and went to college um, and actually got saved in college at Wayne State. Um, My freshman year, I started arguing with an evangelist on campus and through hours and hours of conversations, ended up, um, long story short, giving my life to Christ, realizing that. I had always known Jesus as Savior, but not as Lord, and I couldn't have one without the other. He needed to be my Lord if I wanted him to be my Savior. Mm-hmm. And so I bowed my knee, and God just did, um, just wrecked my life and completely altered the trajectory. Um, and so I have a huge passion for college students because that's where my life was changed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that people that know you will be very surprised that you came to the Lord through arguing and debate. But <laughs> uh, Jake, what about you? Yeah, yeah. So came to graduate from Blair High School, came to college and was looking to get plugged into a ministry. And my RA, Christian Barry, back in the day, uh, 20 minutes after I moved in, by me to go to City Light U. So the kickoff, me and my roommates, and we just got plugged in very quickly. So I went to City Light U my freshman through my junior year of college. And when Providence was being planted and these people that I loved were planting the church, I was like, okay, I'm in. I want to go. want to be a part of this college ministry. And then went there for my senior year. I've been gone for the last two years doing college ministry over at Christ Community. Gave my master's degree and yeah, finished up. And now I'm back to do more college ministry here. Yeah, it's been fun to have you guys both, yeah, take different journeys, but to be here. Daniel, you've been a part of our church for the last year. Jake, you came over right away as we planted the church and were here for a little bit before you left for a few years and came back. And so we love having you guys around. Um, But tell, for people that maybe don't think about college students or college ministry very often, um, give us a little bit of your heart just for why is college ministry so important? Yeah, so Lifeway Research did a study a few years ago where they discovered that 67% of high school students who are committed to the local church upon graduation end up leaving the church. Mm. Um, so they, they spend their college years pursuing whatever, whatever, seeking a new identity, trying out partying, drinking, everything like that. And college is just a time where you're free from your parents. You can do whatever you want with your life. You can define who you are. And what we see is that a lot of college students 
leave the church as high schoolers and they go, man, why am I doing all this? Do I actually care about this? Is this who I am? And so two thirds of them go, okay, I don't actually think that church is worth my time, that a relationship with Jesus, if they even have that, they that's not prominent in their lives for what they want to do. And so for us, rather than students wasting their years in college, not pursuing Jesus, being away from him, we want to help bridge that gap to reach college students where they're at, to help them establish their identity in Christ, to evangelize on the college campus, to train them up that once they go into the workplace, they're going to be able to disciple their coworkers and make an impact wherever they end up around the world. Yeah, I think I can think of countless stories where uh, you encounter a student who's coming into college and they've been to church their whole life, but they've never had to actually think for themselves about yeah. why they're going to church or what they believe. And so they don't have a real authentic faith. Their faith is entirely based on their parents' decision to go to church or what their parents have told them to believe. But now they're in college and this world opens up to them. And as as we get to be on campus and meet and engage these students, um, help challenge them for maybe the first time pretty intentionally on uh, what they believe and why it is important to follow Jesus and why following Jesus is actually better than filling your life with all of these things that are going to leave you empty in college. Yeah, I think college, I mean, what you guys are saying is such a is such a pivotal time. What would you guys say, even if we just, so take this out of ministry and just even personally, just reflect on, Daniel, you already kind of mentioned a little bit, but what, what were some pivotal moments for you guys in college? Maybe Raven, you want to start? Give us like, yeah. um, so you kind of, you grew up in a Christian home. What was, what was pivotal about the college years for you? Yeah, college was exactly what you were saying, Daniel. It was a step away from my parents' faith and truly understanding the Lord for who he was in my life apart from my family. And so I had transferred back to UNO after my freshman year and was connected with a group of girls at City Light U and it changed my life. And it was completely different because I finally found a community of women that were super passionate about following the Lord not because their parents were just saying, hey, you should be doing this, but because they truly wanted to. And that was actually where I met Jake and his group of guys would serve us well. And that was really cool too, to see a bunch of guys that love the Lord and truly serve women in a God honoring way, whether that's cooking us breakfast or bringing over ice cream for group one night. It was just really cool to see people love and care for you in a way that wasn't with their own motives of actually trying to just date someone or something like that. So that was really cool. Yeah, I think um, some some things for me and some moments for me in college is I had uh, a realization that church or Christianity was more than just about going to church. It was just, uh, it was actually uh, like your whole life. And uh, I think when I realized that and I, I saw these men confessing sin to one another, I was like, what are you doing? Like, why are we sitting in this room sharing these things? Like, that's, what the frick is going on? Like, yeah. I, I was just so confused and um, and so those moments of that, but then even beyond that, um, having those real moments after I became a Christian with uh, my brothers in, in the Lord who are able to challenge me and encourage me and uh, spur me on towards Christ. Mm. Um, it really truly was iron sharpening iron in college because I had that community around me. Yeah, that's so good. I, yeah, my, my freshman year of college, I took 12 credit hours and didn't have a job and I flunked out my first semester. Mm. And then like now I have a college degree and I just got my master's and like something has happened in between where I was as a freshman, having all the time in the world, having no discipline, being lazy and just not doing the things I was supposed to get done. And so we're like, 
experiencing community, a lot of what Daniel's sharing, what Raven shared, the like, I just found community with people who cared about me, who loved me, who I can confess my sins with, who would hold me accountable, that we would go, I would go on homework dates with other dudes and they would make sure like, Jake, get off your phone. You need to do your homework now. And so mm-hmm. through that, my walk with Jesus and just like responsibility of like adulting, all that stuff, it was totally changed. My life has totally been changed by the community of guys that I found my freshman year of college. And that's mm-hmm. been so good for my soul. Yeah. yeah, I uh yeah, I became a Christian in college. I, I grew up a little bit um, you know, going to church and I had like a religious foundation, but none of it like actually clicked or made sense until I got into college and yeah, I had some people that kept inviting me to church and invited me to a college ministry and kind of the same thing. I feel like there was a I was, you know, a freshman in college. This was toward the end of my first year, and I was seeing a lot of different groups of people in in college and a lot of different like ways that college students were living. Um, and so to see a community of people who were actually trying to like seek after the Lord and love him and confess sin and and do all of this and still be like fun and people I wanted to hang out with cuz in college like if it was just a group of people who like weren't fun or I didn't want to be around like that's that wasn't that appealing to me at that point, especially <laughs> yeah. as a non-Christian. Like, I was just kind of like, you know, the religious thing kind of made sense to me, but if you weren't like f- having any fun, that was not going to be good. So, mm-hmm. um, but it was just good because people had joy and they, they enjoyed being around each other. Um, and, and they were actually like seeking after the Lord. And so, um, through that and through intentional relationships in the community, um, yeah, I feel like God used that in a huge way to, to actually save me and then call me into something greater and into ministry. And, um, there's so many people that we have. So we're part of a, a city like family of churches. There's so many people, pastors, interns that, that have either had a radical change in college or actually got saved in college. And then the Lord used that time to call them into um, pastoral work or, or ministry work of some sort or missionary work or something. And so it just does feel like such a pivotal time. Um, but if we were to, if I were to ask you guys, so we're talking a little bit about the, um, maybe some like evangelistic fruit or some of those like big moment, like life changes. What would you say, what is it that's unique about living um, in college or being a college student that is a Christian? Like, does that actually make you in college distinct or unique or, or what does that look like to just be a Christian in college? Yeah. So I think with any like mission statement that we would have that college students would not just be going to college for the sake of, I want to have a good job when I graduate, but I want to go to college to glorify God. That I want every part of my life to be glorifying to him. I want to do everything with God in relationship with him. And so going to college, not just because I want to retire and live on the beach someday, but going to college because I want other people to know who Jesus is. I want to share my faith with them. I want to be in discipleship relationships where I'm growing, where I'm being challenged, uh, confessing my sin, having people walk through that with me. But yeah, finding community with others and then sharing the gospel with others where you're at. I think those are two huge parts of being a Christian in college. And if you're as a Christian in college, you have more access to non-believers than you're going to have the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just the reality is as you live, interact with, and uh, are always surrounded by uh, this group of people who are all aiming for the same goal, graduation day, um, you're around all these people in a proximity to these people um, that you won't have the rest of your life. Um, people told me that when I was in college and I was like, what? No, I'm still going to be around people when I graduate. But uh, there's something about living in the dorms, something about being in class and just having these people around you who you connect with for over homework or coffee or whatever it is. And uh, or if you live in the dorms, just very practically like your entire life. And uh, as you live 
life and as you get to engage people, you're around more non-Christians for more time of your day than you maybe will be later in life. Because when you get a job, you're on non-Christians, but you have to actually do your job. You can't just spend the whole time talking to non-Christians. That's good. Raven, would you say anything? I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, we talk about Christians being unique or set apart, our lifestyle being different. And, and I love that you guys are saying, so specifically in college, did you notice anything about, you know, as you're living, trying to follow Jesus, how does it distinctly look unique to be a Christian in college? Yeah. I mean, I think, especially Daniel, what you're saying about this is the only time that you really have to engage non-believers and that truly, yeah, it's true. I mean, you do life with people. I know that's a cheesy term, but it's so true. I mean, every day you're on campus or you're living with a bunch of girls, it's just different. And I had countless people come up and say, okay, so I know you're really involved in that ministry that's close to here, but not really, but can you tell me more about that? Or they would just say, why wouldn't you get upset with the professor or talk poorly about him or her because everyone else is doing that and you're kind of just sitting here silent. And so it was cool because it didn't seem condemning and they understood me from a standpoint of, okay, this is our friend and we care about her and she looks different than us, but it's not from a place of condemnation or judgment. She truly just loves and cares for us, but her life looks different and why. So yeah, I think that that time, honestly, more often than not can be squandered by Christians because we don't realize that impact until after we leave. And I think for me, it was kind of this 50-50 thing. There are some days where I felt like it went really well. And then other days where I just went, yeah, I'm just trying to go to class and leave and do my job elsewhere. But yeah, it's such a pivotal time. And I think it's really important. That's good. So guys, give us a little bit of vision for what are you trying to do? So you just joined staff, you got a vision for ministry the next year, the next few years with college students. Um, just share a little bit. What's your guys' heart for for ministry this year? Yeah. So as we've mentioned a few times today, our mission is the same as the churches, right? To make and send disciples. And um, so ultimately on campus, we see that there are thousands, literally thousands of college students in the city of Omaha, uh, specifically at UNO this year, uh, despite COVID, who don't know Jesus. And um, our goal is that there would just be uh, an evangelistic fervor on campus, that our students would understand the call of God in their life to be uh, proclaimers and heralders, heralders of God's word, uh, and that they would be able to reach the lost where they're at. Um, our, our heartbeat is that our ministry would grow by conversion, not just by uh, church kids coming in, that we would see um, people who are far from God meet Jesus um, and encounter community in a real way, um, and that we would get to see these students not only learn how to do that in college, but that, uh, as we said before, they would go on the rest of their life um, knowing how to do that, knowing how to strategically think through how can I reach my neighbor? How can I reach my coworker? How can I reach the person uh, in the drive through lane that I always see when I'm picking up my morning coffee? Um, just starting to think through those things. And so how do we build a culture that does that now so that they get to see that fruit now, but then also know how to do it later? Yeah, I think that's a huge part of it. That like when you make big life decisions, usually those come in two different seasons. When you're either experiencing lots of trouble or when you're experiencing lots of transition. And during your college years, you experience a lot of those. You experience trouble when you're like, oh no, how do I do laundry as a freshman in college? You experience the, the, the transitions of having a new group of friends, being able to decide what you want to do with your life. And so it's just, it's such an awesome time to watch life change happen in the lives of people. 
that they are going through these seasons. They're asking big questions like, why does this matter? What am I doing? And to be able to come alongside them and say, hey, we think Jesus is the truth, the way, the life, and that he has so much more for your life than what you're pursuing right now. And to see those students come in, maybe there's a, they're a freshman on campus who wasn't playing on getting plugged in with a church or a college ministry. They don't know Jesus, that we would have a chance to share the gospel with them, either us or our student leaders or just other students in our ministry, that they would accept Jesus then and there. And over the course of the, the however many years they're in college, uh, maybe like four years that they would go from being someone who barely knows anything about Jesus to being someone who I want to evangelize to my coworkers. I want to be in discipleship relationships. I want to be cultivating community wherever I'm at, that they would go into their next workplace as missionaries and that they would be proclaiming the great commission wherever they go for the rest of their life, connected to the local church. Um, and until the day they die, that they would be worshiping Jesus and serving him with everything they have. Yeah, that's awesome. I I've loved your guys' heart for for one the just the the basic like emphasis on discipleship and evangelism that we want to see. You know, we've got thousands of students that don't know Jesus. Um, that we want to see them to come to know Jesus, and we want to disciple them over these few years to be disciple makers for the next four Amen. or five decades. You know, I mean, this is huge. Right. And as we think of um, how we want to plant churches and we want to reach new parts of our neighborhood and we want to send people to the ends of the earth, it feels mm-hmm. like this is one of the core elements of how we can get to that goal as a church yeah. is to help see college students be raised up, meet Jesus and be sent out to wherever that is, maybe to new parts of the neighborhood, to new workplaces, maybe to new cities to help plant churches, maybe to different parts of the world to help get the gospel there. And so this feels so pivotal. And I love you know that aspect of your guys' heart. I also love just your emphasis on um, the integration between college ministry and the church. You know, that it seems like um, I experienced this some when I was in college or when I was doing college ministry of just, there, there can almost be this separation. Like there's, there's the, the quote unquote big church, you know, or the real church. And then there's this kind of like college ministry that is kind of off to the side or they're kind of their own church and they kind of do their own thing. And, and it's just the crazy college students and whatever. And then once they graduate, then they're kind of like a part of the church or something. And we just want to continually break that down and just say that, man, for our church to be healthy, we feel like um, this ministry is a big part of that. And so, and for the ministry, I think you guys need for college students, like the church to come alongside. And so to, for you guys to have a heart to marry those two things and not be just like your own pastors of your own little church, but to actually say, man, we're just helping equip our church and helping equip these students, reach more students and fuel the mission of the churches is amazing. Um, so, so maybe if we can kind of move toward the end with a couple practical things. So let's, let's do, um, kind of two lens first for any student listening, uh, or maybe if there's uh, parents of college students, um, that are listening, give some advice of, of, we've kind of talked about what it looks like to be a Christian in college, some of the important decisions or things that will happen. Um, but if you had a student, um, sitting down next to you, or you have a parent of a college student saying, how do I help guide my, my son or my daughter in this time? Give some advice to what it looks like to be a Christian in college or things that you would encourage them. Maybe for, especially maybe think through freshmen, people that are going into college or um, they're trying to experience college well. Um, how would you advise them? Yeah, I think the the best piece of advice that I received my senior year of high school was find a community of Christians to be in community with. That, yeah, anything that you're going through in life to have people who can bear one another's burdens, Galatians 6.2, confess your sins with confess your sins to one another, James 5, 16, encourage one another, all these different verses. You can only do those things when you're in community with each other. And so 
the most important thing that you can do upon coming to college is look at college ministries, see who's preaching the gospel, and then commit to one of those groups for the as best as you can for the rest of the, your time in college. And yeah, as we've like shared, our time in college ministries profoundly shaped us. And so I think that would be the biggest priority. If you are a Christian, if you're asking questions about Christianity, get plugged into a church as soon as possible. We'd love for you to come to PC3 if you're here in Omaha, but wherever you end up, like whatever, whatever campus you're on, find Christians to abide with and walk through life with. Raven, is there anything that you would, would say, any advice that you'd give to, to students? Yeah, I think, I mean, the biggest thing is even for parents listening, this is the time that your child will try and find his or own path. I know that there are some parents that get really nervous and try and say, hey, you should go here. You should check this out. You should do this. But I think the biggest thing is truly letting your son or daughter just try and find his or her own group or path. And I know that sounds scary, but just trusting the Lord that he will lead them. And also for students, be willing to just put yourself outside of your comfort zone, meet someone new, go try a new event, try a new group. There might be three groups that you go to on campus that you realize, okay, this one really isn't preaching the gospel or this one I really don't feel connected with. But as soon as you do, as Jake was saying, find a place that is sharing the gospel, go one or two or three times. Don't just go once and then back out, but truly just dive all in and yeah, give it your all too. Yeah. One thing I would say, this is coming from a place of um, failure on my part. When I was in college, I became a Christian and pretty quickly thought like all of life is centered around this college ministry and and Christian things. And, Mm -hmm. and pretty quickly. So we're talking about engaging the campus and stuff. I kind of lost any of that. And I was just like, I just got to be doing Christian things. And uh, what happened is I, I was also not a very good student. So like, I wouldn't go to class. I wouldn't like just, it just became this, I was kind of a poor college student, just to just the outside world. Like I just didn't go to class that much. I wasn't that engaged with people. And I think looking back, well, I, th- I think the heart was good. Like I wanted to be around Christian friends. I was a young Christian that the community aspect is so pivotal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think um, just like we would say for people in the church that we want to be like good at what you do, like in your yeah. job, work really well. When you're in your neighborhood, be a, a servant and look to love people do that in college too. Be a good student. Try your best to um, get to know professors and other students. Mm-hmm. And that was something I just, I didn't do very well. And looking back on, um, in some ways that just, it does hurt your witness and yeah. we just want to glorify God in everything. And so even as a student, do your best to get good grades, be a good member of a classroom, like just be a good student. And, and I think that that is glorifying to God. And it's mm-hmm. just a helpful thing that we want all of our life in whatever we do to be glorifying to God and to do with excellence. So that was one that didn't really connect to me in college, but that I always, I think is important for students. Um, but maybe let's wrap up. Let's, let's look at the other end. If you have, uh, you've got people in our church listening to this, give a little bit of advice of what does it look like for the church as a whole or for church members to, to love and care for college students. You guys are on staff and you're doing this for the church as a whole. What would you recommend? Yeah. So first prayer. I mean, obviously that, that sounds like it can be uh, just an easy cop-out answer, but truly this year, like we just need uh, the city of Omaha and the college students to be flooded with prayer because we know that there's a spiritual battle at hand that we're fighting up against. Uh, but then secondly, as you see college students come to church, uh, don't just stand arm's distance from them and not engage with them, but go engage with them. Ask them about their story. Ask them where they're going. Ask them about their lives and build those relationships. And then even take it a step beyond that and maybe have some students over to your home. Um, 
I think we can all attest to when older people uh, in the church invest in you, it can make a profound impact. It can mm-hmm. make, uh, it can def- definitely change your view of church, change your view of what it means to be a part of church. And it shows you like having the encouragement of older saints is um, just super helpful because uh, you can look at people and say, wow, okay, they've been following Jesus for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And, uh, they, they still love Jesus. They still love him. Mm-hmm. And so what a witness that can be is for them to see not just people in their 20s who love Jesus, but people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and on love Jesus. So invite them into your home, build relationships with them, engage with them. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And thank you all for listening in. Again, this is the Christian Formation Podcast where we exist to connect the story of God with the story of man and live all of our lives in light of God and his story. If you have any questions or you want to know more about college ministry, if maybe you're a college student, please reach out to us at formation at providenceomaha.org or check us out online at providenceomaha.org. We will see you guys next week.